Bidenomics and the American Death Sentence of Poverty. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan and our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. President Joe Biden has embraced the term Bidenomics, despite its origins as attempted disparagement from pundits in the fever swamps of Fox News, the Wall Street Journal's editorial pages, and other MAGA sinkholes. Biden invoked Bidenomics in an address he gave Wednesday, happily taking credit for the state of the economy. In his opening remarks, he referenced the great American poet Carl Sandburg's 1916 description of Chicago as the city of the big shoulders in praise of the region's muscular workforce. While recent economic numbers may give Biden reason to wax poetic, they also mask the suffering of millions of Americans shackled by poverty. Come on and say, poverty Poverty. is America's death sentence. And we won't be silent anymore until change comes. That's Bishop William Barber as he opened the Poor People's Campaign Moral Poverty Action Congress June 19th in Washington, D.C. Barber had just retired after 30 years as the activist pastor of Greenleaf Christian Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina. After leading historic Moral Monday marches on the North Carolina legislature in 2013, he went on to co-found the Poor People's Campaign, which borrows its name from the organizing drive launched by Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968, cut short by King's assassination. Barber, whose deep voice and rhetorical style is often compared to King's, is calling for a third reconstruction to build political power for and improve the lives of poor and low-wealth people. The first reconstruction followed the U.S. Civil War from 1865 until 1877, when federal troops were pulled out of the former Confederate states, ushering in a century of white supremacist terrorism and oppression, aided by the Ku Klux Klan. The second reconstruction occurred in the 1950s and the 1960s with the gains achieved by the civil rights movement. Working with Democratic Congresswomen Barbara Lee of California and Pramila Jayapal of Washington State, Bishop Barber is promoting their House Resolution 532, Third Reconstruction, Fully Addressing Poverty and Low Wages from the Bottom Up. Here are 20 policies. That's Bishop Barber speaking on the Democracy Now! NewsHour. Does the Congress have the resolve, not a Democratic resolve or Republican resolve, but a human resolve, a moral resolve to eradicate poverty and other systems of injustice, which can be done? This death is unnecessary. It is policy murder. Central to Bishop Barber's argument is the grim fact that poverty is the fourth leading cause of death in the United States. Wealth inequality is at an all-time high, as detailed in fact sheets released by the Poor People's Campaign with the Institute for Policy Studies. Billionaire wealth increased by $1.5 trillion over the past two years, while with the cancellation of pandemic relief programs, poverty is increasing. The childhood tax credit alone cut childhood poverty in half in the United States, Its cancellation pushed three and a half million children back into poverty. For the first time, in New York City alone, more than 100,000 people are in homeless shelters. 
Living wages could stop death. Bishop Barber explained. Health care could stop death. Child poverty tax credits could stop death. Redirecting war, the war economy could stop death. Voting rights could stop death. Barber espouses fusion politics, bringing together people of different races, ethnicities, and classes in concerted grassroots action. In this coming year, 2024, we're planning 30 major actions, nonviolent at state capitals. We're planning on June 15th of next year, a massive poor people's low-wage workers and moral march on Washington, D.C., and to the polls, because we're going to be mobilizing the 87 million poor and low-wealth people in this country. Poor and low-wealth people now make up over 30 percent of the electorate generally and over 40 percent of the electorate in battleground states. And in most places, poor and low-wealth people are not voting because they feel like the system has just abandoned them. At the opening of the Moral Poverty Action Congress, Barber, like Biden, invoked a renowned American poet, reading Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's A Psalm of Life. The poem included Longfellow's directive to act, that each tomorrow find us farther than today. In the same book with the poem Chicago, Carl Sandburg, who grew up poor himself and championed working people throughout his life, included another poem that commented on the constant attacks on the working class and the power of the masses when provoked. He wrote, I am the people, the mob, the crowd, the mass. Do you know that all the great work of the world is done through me? In the centuries since these Sandberg poems were published, the people have risen up many times demanding change. The coming years will be no different. As Bishop Barber and his allies poetically affirm at every rally, forward ever, backward never. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.